The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. But he said to him, Friend, who sent me to be a judge or arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take care. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. Then he told them a parable. The land of a rich man produced abundantly. And he thought to himself, what should I do? For I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, you fool, this very night your life is being demanded of you. And the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich toward God. The gospel of our Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. So the Mega Millions uh, finally got its winner. I don't know if you follow that kind of thing. I really don't, but happened to catch it this week because it made the news. It was uh, in the billions. Wow. You know, uh, and uh, you know, there are times like that where even people who don't buy tickets start thinking, maybe I ought to buy a ticket. Because <laughs> what could you do with a billion dollars? Right? Is there anything that money won't solve? <laughs> yep, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you got it. Oh, but we forget that sometimes. We're quick to say yep, but uh, we think to ourselves, and we don't, even, we don't even need the billions. Just a little bit more than what I have now. <laughs> just, just a little bit more. And it would take care of, Maybe not of all my problems, but of of this problem I'm wrestling with. Just a little bit more. I wonder if the people, because I I don't understand exactly, like I said, I really don't follow this, but my understanding is is that, yeah, there was one big winner, but then there are a whole bunch of people all across the country that, that got like a million. And I wonder if they were happy or if there were, there's part of them that thought, man, I was really hoping for the billion. Because <laughs> that's how it is with us sometimes, right? We, we have the little bit that's given to us, and we can't help but look at our neighbor and say, huh, looks like they got more than I did. Uh, if you have kids, you'll see this to happen, right? <laughs> That's why you have to have the kid learn to cut the brownie and then let the other person choose, right? Because uh, <laughs> it changes how you cut the brownie. 
and uh, changes who you want to be. I want to be the person who chooses, right? Because I want to get my share. My share. The man in Jesus' parable says to himself, what shall I do for I have no place to store my crops? I'll do this. I'll tear down my barns and build larger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And then I will say to my soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, and be merry. My, my, my. (laughs) Sound familiar? It should. You know, St. Paul in Colossians here says that greed is idolatry. And uh, I think I've shared before that uh, our biggest false gods are me, myself, and I. (laughs) Right? The unholy trinity. All about ourselves. And we fool ourselves into thinking different things that are just patently untrue. Such as that the things that I have in my house and my barn and my garage and the storage unit down the road and uh, in the attic and the basement and all of that stuff (laughs) is mine to do with as I please. And there, of course, is some degree in which that is is true. But not in a big way. We talked last week about how we are children of the Heavenly Father. How we are princes and princesses in the kingdom by God's grace. We have a God and Father, a King, a Lord over us, and we have the joy, the privilege of being a part of that kingdom. But let's not forget that everything belongs to this King. It's on loan to us, even even our soul. That's the language that God uses when he speaks to this wealthy man. You fool, this very night your life is being demanded of you. The loan's being called in. And the man was not prepared. If you read through the first lesson and the second lesson, I, I couldn't help but uh, think to myself, uh, you know, um, of when I was on internship, the way we would greet the congregation in the morning uh, on Sunday before worship, we'd say uh, something to the effect of, uh, we hope that 
your experience in worship this morning uh, uplifts you uh, and gives you strength for the week ahead. Uh, but then we've, we would kind of chuckle sometimes when we had passages like this. Uh, you know, where all is vanity. Uh, all their days are full of pain and their work is a vexation. Even at night, their minds do not rest, <laughs> right? And this is supposed to uplift us? <laughs> Come on, there's got to be some good news here someplace. <laughs> sometimes we need to hear that hard, uncomfortable word not just sometimes, daily, to remember you are mortal. To remember, I will die. And none of us, not one of us, knows when that day will be. This fool thought to himself that he was the one in control. Notice that God doesn't even enter into the picture for this man. Neither do any of his friends. He speaks to himself. He doesn't have anyone else to share, even share the good news of this blessing with. He has so isolated himself in his greed that he has moved way, way, way out into the country and he's accumulated so much land that he doesn't have neighbors for miles around. He lives on a palatial estate and he has successfully isolated himself from all of his neighbors so that when he receives this abundant blessing, which is nothing other than a gift to him from God himself, he has no one to share it with and it doesn't even occur to him to do this sharing. Who does he speak to? Himself. My soul. I will say to my soul. I'll say to myself. Self? <laughs> Doesn't even consider his neighbors. Doesn't even consider the God who gave to him the gift which he is celebrating. Jesus says life for a person does not consist in the surplus of his possessions. And he gives us a warning. Take care. Be on guard against all kinds of greed. The man thought he had arrived. <laughs> and yet he didn't have anything. We live, each one of us, completely dependent upon God. This is what we learned, what we talked about last week, with give us this day our daily bread. God, provide for me what I need. And God gives us what we need and so much more. But life doesn't, life doesn't consist of that so much more, of that overabundance, that surplus of what we need. Life is not about that. St. Paul says in Colossians that our life is hidden with Christ, that our life is Christ. 
We have died in holy baptism to that old way of being, that selfish way of living, of seeing the world, of seeing even our own soul, and we have now been raised with Christ. So that he lives, and he lives in us. So then we live in hope and in generosity to those around us. Uh, it was interesting as I was reading this week in uh, preparation for the sermon, found this quote from St. Augustine. It says, he did not, speaking of the man uh, who was so wealthy, he did not realize that the bellies of the poor were much safer storerooms than his barns. I thought that was kind of a striking thing. You know, when we have all this stuff, why do we have it? If it's just going to be left for others at the end of the day. Because <laughs> it will be left for others. Whatever's left, <laughs> you ain't taking it with you. So why do we have it? God has blessed us and he is blessing us so that we may bless others. So that we may be the vessels by which he pours out lavishly the gifts that he has given to us. Now you can see what St. Augustine is talking about when he says, that the bellies of the poor were a much safer storehouse. Because that's, that's what the abundance of this grain was for. It's to share, not to sit in a barn, but to feed the world. Brothers and sisters, you and I have been given so much. The riches of heaven have been given to you. Grace in abundance. Sheer gift, not of your deserving, not by any merit, but poured out lavishly upon you. This week, as you consider the blessings, material, spiritual, and otherwise, remember, Remember these truths. You are mortal. You will die. Because Christ is risen and you have died with him, you also are alive in him. His eternal life has been given to you and everything you have now is sheer blessing to be given and shared as generously as God has shared with you, because through you it is God sharing. All of this, material goods and the wealth of the kingdom, the good news by which we live. So go and to share freely all that is his and on temporary loan to you. In the name of Jesus, amen.